Hello, this is Roy Lilly. I rang the hairdresser. A blast of music and a cheery hello. All the stylists were busy. Perhaps I'd like to speak to Amanda. She runs the hat service. A lot of people who can't get a haircut settle for a hat. No thanks. Amanda's colleague Vivienne sells scarves and could show me how to tie a fetching turban. No thanks. The receptionist persevered. Perhaps I'd like a web link to the razor and clipper department on Amazon. I could shave my head. Amazon deliver in 24 hours. The super helpful receptionist promised to email me a very useful YouTube how to end up looking like a billiard ball without cutting your ear off. No thanks. I don't know about you, but when I need a haircut, I need a haircut. That's that. Not a hat. But it's the reality of what's become of primary care. When you need to see a GP, you need to see a GP. That's that. But you can't. Now we're all stuck with non-clinical, well-intended care guides trying to dump us anywhere but in front of a GP. Bully Boy's latest wheeze is to pretend to a gullible public that he's doing something about GP access. Demand diffusion. Push it around the system. It often leads to failure demand, the demand caused by not dealing with it properly in the first place. Demand for goods can usually be delayed. Demand for services mostly cannot. What we really need is capacity expansion. According to the World Health Organization in Australia, one in three doctors is a GP, nearly one in two in Canada, and in terms of population, they have around 11 or 12 per 100,000 head of population. Here, we have less than eight. The overall number of GPs has seen little growth since 2015, with the number of GP partners declining significantly. Over the last year alone, the NHS has lost 408 individual GP partners and 166 salaried locum and retainer GPs. This has created a net loss of 574 individual GPs since February last year. In full-time equivalent terms, that's 37 and a half hours a week, this amounts to an equivalent loss of 463 full-time, fully qualified GPs. As of March this year, there were 36,525 individual fully qualified GPs working in the NHS in England, but in full-time equivalent terms of 37 and a half hours, this equates to only 27,306 full-time, fully qualified GPs. The upshot, we now have the equivalent of 2,059 fewer fully qualified full-time GPs compared to the September 2015 baseline when the government changed the data collection method but came unstuck. Just before the local elections, the government capped the number of medical training places at 7,500. We need twice that number, but the Treasury won't stump up. One of the persistent themes to come out of the doorstep exchanges during the local elections was difficulty getting a GP appointment. Number 10, panic, and the DH have to look busy, busy cheating. All the new stuff about fixing primary care has been pinched and regurgitated from a document first published in April 2016. 
almost word for word. He talks of improving GP phone lines, care guides and shoving people over to the pharmacy, the physio, the Zumba instructors. The document is called The General Practice Forward View, written by Arvid Madan. A GP with a good eye for the problems of the future was about to dump on us and some neat solutions. He was the GP director for primary care at NHS England. Since then, whoever took over the job, a succession I suspect, has been asleep or doing COVID. Even more irritating, the document was developed in partnership with the Royal College of GPs. What happened to them? Dunno. Pharmacists prescribing, we're losing about 80 from the high street every year. Good luck with that. New phone systems? That's been underway since last autumn. And if there are no appointments, a blast of music and a cheery hello, well, good luck with that. 240 million for 8,000 phone systems and training for 6,500 care guides plus salary upgrades. I make it a one-off 30,000 to uh, each practice. Good luck with that. Improving access to GPs is vital. Events pushed the 2016 plan off course. Reheating it might help. Well, good luck with that. But don't make a meal of it because if this announcement was something to eat, it'll be a pickled onion. A repeat. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This has been Roy Lilly and I hope we'll speak again real soon. Bye-bye.